Welcome to Car Talk from National Public Radio with us, Click and Clack, the Tappert Brothers, and we're broadcasting this week from the Marital Discord Department here at Car Talk Plaza. Why? What did I do now? Oh, no, nothing. Nothing. Well, as far as I know, I mean, nothing. I don't even have a marital right now. I'm, I'm between marital. Relax, relax. <laughs> this isn't about you. This is about our good friend, Peppy. Ah. Otherwise known as the Pep. Yeah. His name is really Joe, but he's been known by other names like the Sheetrock King, Joey Jackets, uh, Shaquabal. I guess that's from his golf days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a story that was recently told to me by his wife, Antoinette, because I really didn't ever know the whole truth oh. and nothing but the truth. So I will reveal it as best I can. Yeah. And without allowing the truth to get in the way of a good story. <laughs> but it, as far as I know, this is all true. Some of the facts may be a little bit off. Is this the story about snow? This is a story about snow. And I did get permission from both of them to use their names. Oh, you did? <laughs> so our friend Pep had, had, all, had long lusted after a Lincoln Town car. He'd always wanted one. He had had some nice Oldsmobiles and the like, and you know, but he always wanted a Lincoln Town car. Yeah, he's Italian. Exactly. As an Italian-American, I mean, who wouldn't want a Lincoln Town car? I don't. And he, <laughs> well, there you go. He finally got a car that was in reasonably good shape, but it needed a lot of stuff. He paid a fair amount of money for it, but did have a lot of work done to the body, had the entire car painted. And, yeah. he, and I remember we did a whole bunch of work rebuilding the front end of the car. It was pretty nice. I remember. And it was the apple of his eye. And he drove it. And of course, being their only car, his wife, Antoinette, would, would drive it too. And Pep had a job working uh, at the airport, which required him to get up very early in the morning. And so he would often go to bed at, you know, nine or 10 o'clock at night. Well, one of these nights while he was sound asleep, his wife and Pep's sister... I guess I can name two, even though I didn't get permission. Celia. Sure. We were out having a, a night on the town, so to speak. And I don't, I don't know how, what confluence of forces got to work here, but maybe it was the fact that they might have had a few too many sombreros or something, <laughs> but they were driving home to Pep's house. And, and because it was snowing, Celia decided that she didn't want Internet to drive her home. Rather, she was going to stay over at their house. Yeah. And it was maybe the snow, maybe the slickness of the roads, the fact that the sand and salt trucks hadn't been out. Internet miscalculated on a turn and wiped out the entire driver's side of the car <laughs> on a telephone pole. <laughs> and so they park in front of the house, as people in our fair city tend to do, not having driveways and yeah. most residences. And she left the car there figuring, I can't wake him up now. It's one, one o'clock in the morning. What am I going to do? Wake him up, say, hey, Pep. I smashed up the car. Oh, try to go back to sleep so you can go to work <laughs> yeah, in a right. few hours. I'll let it sit until the morning. We won't worry about it. Yeah. So she goes to bed. Celia goes to sleep. And the next morning, bright and early, Pep gets up because he's going to go to work. And as luck would have it, it snowed about 15 inches that night. Yeah. You can see what the rest of the story is going, yeah. to, <laughs> is going to hold. The car is completely covered with snow. And even better, the snow plow has plowed the car in on the driver's side. So it's completely covered with, with icy, crusted snow that is frozen overnight. Beautiful. And Pep goes out early that morning. Of course, Celia and, and Antoinette are, what, sleeping it off. Of course. He's up bright and early. He's going to get to work. And he is...